0: Before I begin, I do want to acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, the traditional custodians of this land on which I work and live on. I pay respect to Elders past, present, and future. Hello! Welcome to the Coffee Chat Podcast. On today's episode, I chatted to Demon Derriere, a body-positive activist, booty manipulator, and creative director of a body-positive festival, Big Thick Energy. We chatted about all things body positivity, diversity in the arts, her creative practice and big thick energy, of course. We also had some fun rapid fire questions, so grab a coffee and enjoy. Welcome, thanks for coming on the Coffee Chat Podcast and having a chat with me. Of course, thanks for having me you're welcome um let's start with you just kind of introducing yourself to who's listening however you want to take that your little bio um and we'll go from there cool
1: um hello i'm demon derriere i'd like to acknowledge that i'm um, speaking to you on gadigal land today and i pay respects to all aboriginal and and torres Strait islander folk past present and emerging And I appreciate them for their connection to the country and their creativity. Um, So a little bit about me. I'm a booty
0: manipulator
1: uh, and a body positive activist and producer of Big Thick Energy.
0: Yes, I love that. Um, Okay, let's start about your performing journey. So how how did you get to where you are now? Or did you start in acting or... Do you were as a dancer? How did that happen for you?
1: Yeah, it varied. It was it was different. So, like, very typical for like a mom to send her daughter to dancing classes at a young age. So I was doing that. All different types of styles because my mom took me. Um, I liked it. I wasn't passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think when I was about thirteen, I was like doing, like, all these traditional Greek dancing troupes with adults. And as much as that made my family proud, I, again, fucking hated it. <laughs> You're like, no. Nope. I'm like, I, I want to wear this stupid dress. But anyway, um, I did that. And I think it wasn't until, like, 16, I took, like, a drama class at school. Yeah. thinking like it was like a bludge class I was like I don't do anything in this fucking class I'm gonna do it but my teacher had so much faith in me and he was so lovely that he motivated me and then my parents motivated motivated me more it's like yeah so then I like got into acting and I went to drama school and was trying to like yeah. be a, a, a working actor but like especially the time that I was growing up, the reality is no one wanted brown girls or brown people or fat people. Yeah. Like, you know, there was only one type of person that we'd see on the screen. So I was always rejected and turned down. Yeah. Or if I did go to auditions, they were like, oh, do an accent for us. And I was like, what kind of accent are you talking about? And Yeah, right. exactly. And I didn't pass as Australian. I was like, oh. Anyway, it was just yucky. And I was like, no, thanks. So I continued on my creative journey as a photographer and loved it. And I think during, I think one of my lowest times in my life was about 2015. I wasn't loving myself anymore. And I was photographing beautiful burlesque performers. And I was like, how the fuck are you so confident? Seeing these curvy babes just own it. And they're like, burlesque, dog. No? Like, it's all about just owning your body and being provocative and, and the art of yeah. teams. So, I started like learning and doing classes and getting really involved with in the community. And that was so liberating for me. Yeah. And it just then exploded from there. And I was able to just like morph all of my different creative platforms into one, which has led me to where I am today
0: oh I love that I love that and I also want to mention so like when you were saying that I guess especially in the acting world when they're like oh you're not Australian enough which I'm like what does that mean I totally feel that I had um because I am half Polynesian but I don't like look it um and I had a casting director be like yeah like we just don't know who you are because you're like not white enough and you're also not like ethnic enough for the screen and I was like what does that mean? Like, that we
1: already are in wars about, especially as mixed race people. We don't yes. know who you belong. So for other white folk to be like, what are you? You're like, oh, well, I'm Billy myself. I know not <laughs> am mixed race things, but I, I don't know.
0: It's so true. It's like, I don't like fit into either of them. So I'm just yeah. having an existential crisis. And then now I'm having an industry tell me like, oh, we don't know what you are. So good luck. And you're like, I'm me. I me, feel you, girl. I feel you. Right.
1: It but is, this, isn't it? Changing. It is changing.
0: It is. It is. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: A little yeah. bit. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um. No, I. I love that like journey. Okay. Firstly, photography. Let's actually talk about that. Have how? How long have you been doing that for? Because you do. I think is it called? She's an artist. Am I getting that? She's correct? an artist.
1: Is my photography
0: business. Yeah. Amazing
1: boudoir and conceptual photography. That happened, I would say, just over 10 years ago um, when I realised that I was like, I need a plan B and I wasn't going to do anything corporate and I was like, photography. Uh, And I went all out and I even moved to London and worked for a great studio over there and did exhibitions over there and just learned so much. But I realised that uh, photography for me was another way to promote body positivity because yeah. i was guiding guiding these humans that i was photographing and especially a lot of people would come in and be like i want to feel sexy i want to feel good with my body this is yeah. why i'm doing this experience please help me um, and i found it really liberating like when you show someone the back of the camera and they're like oh, is that me oh my god oh wow i look hot oh fuck yes stunning like That was really liberating for them and really special. So that was just, again, another form of me to promote body positivity and be creative at the same time. And I still do it now and I absolutely love it.
0: I love it. That's so beautiful and I guess this will like segue into because obviously I do want to talk about big thick energy which is (laughs) yes so I saw it I saw the the because that's well words I'm getting too excited. Um, (laughs) This year was the first time you put that on correct? Okay great because I did yes and I saw it And I actually had no idea what I was like in for. I went with my friend and we were like, this looks amazing. Like, let's go. And let me tell you, when you came out on the stage, my jaw literally dropped. And I was like, who is this beautiful woman? I and also the whole show. Like, I was just like, "Yes, yes, let's get it. Like, it was so beautiful. And it was just also for me, like, as you know, I always wanted to get into like dancing and like, all that kind of stuff but my I don't have a dancer's body so to see all these beautiful women and body shapes I was like yes queen so how did that start how did this festival come about because it's a beautiful (laughs) uh it's wild um
1: and I'm really glad you got to experience some of it and and just feel amazing warmth and energy from it um it came about from like personal and professional experiences of my life like we said before being told by casting agents that we're not good enough or we're not, uh, you yeah. know, feeding this mold, that rejection fucking sucked. But then also, like, as a mixed race person and a POC queer woman, you know, we have grown up experiencing discrimination and, and racism and, and this, you know, always feeling like an outcast. And I was yeah. also just like fed up with being like the token in the lineup. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm gonna do something about this. How, how do I bring like other people like me into one space together? Yeah. And demonstrate what, what inclusivity and accessibility is. Cause yeah. like, yeah. And so what happened was last year during the pandemic, obviously lost all my work didn't have any fucking money. And I was like, oh my God, my man! I realised, like, I had to create my own opportunities. If I wanted to get paid and if I wanted to get work, I had to do something about it. Um, And I built a really beautiful connection with um, Darlinghurst Theatre Company and they, you know, heard my pitch and they loved the idea that I had. And so we produced this amazing festival, but it was for, you know, every other, every babe in this world that's ever felt outcast to come into this space and feel like a majority and and not a minority and to celebrate themselves for who they are.
0: Yeah and I definitely think having you know seen the festival and at least being on the shows like I love that like you were saying you know it didn't want to be like oh the token this person xyz and it didn't seem like that at all because and you know I guess you can you see things and you're like or even myself you're like oh I'm here because of this and it's like and then you get in your head because you're yeah yeah why are we going oh I want to go to a thing
1: where there's fat people yeah it's like why do we care (laughs)
0: yes because I I just want to see yeah exactly I was just like but it didn't it was just like a whole positive like have a great time at like all bodies of fucking valid because they are Yes. And I was here for it. I So what are your plans for Big Thick Energy moving forward? Because obviously it was like a success and people are loving it. What's next?
1: So it was meant to happen in September, but we're COVID. So um, just two days ago, we officially had to cancel. Yeah. Um, I'm heartbroken, but that's fine because next year we're, it's going to be bigger and better and there's potentially two happening next year and then once she eases then we can think about you know going to Melbourne and touring it and yes. and to get all the beautiful humans um, involved so that's mm-hmm. really exciting but in the meantime like you know I've tried to do my best to support these artists and, and the local businesses that were involved mm-hmm. in, in thick Energy so it's just about supporting them and you know giving them a shout out on social media or buying the products if you can afford it things like that just like trying to maintain that essence of community which is so important um it's coming back we just have to be patient
0: just it'll be better it'll be like bigger and even bigger (laughs) yeah I love that if I mean I guess for like if there are people who have either seen Big Thick Energy or even your work because I mean girl you were fierce and fabulous and I'm literally obsessed I'm like literally yeah, obsessed yeah, with you yeah. I'm just mm-hmm. like oh my god every time I'm just like stop anyway um fangirling it's fine um but I guess for like performers who want to get involved in that because I guess they're not feeling seen what advice would you have for them when they're like if someone's like wow I want to do what you're doing but how to get involved in that
1: it's It's about involving yourself in these kind of communities. Um, And it's about finding and seeking role models, which is something that us, growing up, we didn't have. You know, we never saw POC fat, curvy babes on a screen. We didn't see it. Um, And with things like Big Thick Energy or Buxom, which is produced by Mama Medusa, um, it's about surrounding ourselves with those people who do believe in body positivity and inclusivity. Yeah. Go to a movement class, go to a dance class, um, follow people on Instagram because that's, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, so it's about finding your people. And yeah. in terms of like yourself, it's about changing your language on yourself. So learning to do those little small self-love activities when you look at the mirror, just the way that we talk ourselves to ourselves make sure it's positive and the reality is like yeah we have shit days and that's totally fine but it's about accepting that and then going okay how can I then move on so yeah community dance classes positive talk I think that's a really
0: good I love I love I love the positive talk because I think that's and I don't know if it's for me it's like especially during this pandemic like you're just alone with your thoughts um Yeah. yeah so so many days of like I just feel like shit, but I love that. How, like, what advice do you have about changing the language? Because I guess I know you mentioned before about like being in a low place of not feeling confident, and like now, girl, look at you. I love. Um, How did you shift your own language for? I guess people who are struggling.
1: There's a lot of like internal work that I used to do. Yeah. So I used to like read a lot of books or watch a lot of like TED talks or things like that that was about for me. But also writing stuff down for me really helped. Like instead of going, oh, this is ugly and, and go, this is beautiful. Or I hate my stretch marks to, you know, this demonstrates, you know, the flow, the fluidity of, yeah. fluidity of, of my shape and body and etc. And so like I would like write things on the mirror oh. and I found that really helpful. Um, yeah, just like always trying to be exposed to it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. I should do more of that, honestly. Because it is yeah. like the more that you just like talk positive to yourself and also yeah, acknowledging, like you said, you will have bad days. We're yeah. all human. Um, yeah. And just like moving forward. I love that. It's beautiful. Yeah.
1: we got to like <laughs> catch ourselves when we fuck up sometimes. You come like, like, oh, I don't like looking at this. And I was like, hold on, why are you saying this for? Yeah. So like, calling yourself out and just like reparenting yourself.
0: Oh, I it. love that. Oh. That's beautiful. Um, I do want to talk because I think I heard uh, in your bio, um, I love that you love to blur the lines between dance and pornography, which reading that was really interesting. I just kind of like, what does that mean for you? And how did that come about? I guess in your, you know, practice that you were like, yeah, this is what I want to explore and what that means for you.
1: Yeah. So as a teen, you know, when you're exploring your sexuality and these sexual urges that you have, yeah. A lot of us, you know, turn to porn and pornography and just be like, mm, what, "What have we got?" And the reality was, back then we we're only seeing one type of body and we we're only seeing one type of pussy. And yeah. so the reality is, I thought, "What's wrong with my puss? What? Why is my yoni not the same as this girl on the screen? What? What is going on?" And I thought I was fucked up. I thought I was weird. I thought something was wrong with me. And I was just, again, another form of feeling, like, outcasted, I guess. Yeah. And I naturally feel like I'm a sexual person. I give off sexual energy. I like to be very provocative in the way that I perform yeah. because I'm trying to create a reaction into people. Um, so my way of turning that, like, negative Imagery that I had from pornography growing up. It was about shifting that and reclaiming it and going, No, 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 my body is beautiful, my pussy is beautiful, we've all got different pussies, we're fine. Um, yours is this color, yours is that color, this one hangs this way, like just accepting the different shapes and the different ways that we're produced as humans. Um, so yeah, it was about reclaiming it and going. Here's another, you know, another way of how porn can look like. And also like blurring the lines between pornography and dance because porn is performance, porn is dance, yes. dance is dance to me. So I feel like you know, we need to bridge the gap between the two different things. And it's also like paying homage to fellow sex workers who yes. put so much time and effort and putting their body on the line to create. Um, safe sexual spaces for people yeah that's something that I'll definitely forever and always explore it's just another form of body positivity again and like accepting your yeah. body and feeling sexually liberated especially like you know being grown up by ethnic women you know I've grown up by women yeah. who are Greek and Egyptian and I have very traditional religious values yeah. means that they're also sexually oppressed. And, you know, they would look at women who are sexually liberated and think, oh, you don't respect yourself or you're disgusting or just think really yes. negative. And it's going, doll, you're only saying this because you're brainwashed by this religion or whatever belief yeah. that you've been taught. So I'm not only trying to liberate myself, I'm trying to liberate them, my mum, my grandmother, mm. my aunties, so all my fears, like I'm trying to sexually liberate them yes. by exposing myself um, to everyone else just making yeah.
0: that shit normal I I and I I love that you're doing that and I love that it's just like and it definitely comes across in your work that you are liberating and there's this really beautiful energy that I'm like fuck yes like that's keep yeah. doing it um yeah. yeah and I think yeah <laughs> I think like even for me like I like personally like also in my career I started taking up heels dancing um and I love shaking my booty and like you know dressing a little sexy but for me like there, yes I'm like yes tits out why not let's do yeah. it let's go um but I at the beginning had that like you know being like oh like this is like too sexual like oh my god I can't like I must be like and yeah so I totally echo and I love that you're doing because it does need to change like just everyone tits out yeah and, so, and that's up.
1: what we need We need someone to just go hey have your bits out hey it's okay yes we, we seek permission and approval is so fucking dumb because we should just like you know understand that whatever our thoughts or feelings are, are totally valid and we should just fucking roll with it but sometimes we just need someone to be like hey boo that's okay just go for it we just need
0: a little bit i love that i need that i need that i need that just that little voice. just get your bits out
1: just get your bits out <laughs> yes tell yourself
0: that all the time I love it <laughs> oh I would just oh get your bits out just, we're just saying that to everyone I would love just being like get your bits oh, out
1: how did you find the hills class did you enjoy it
0: oh I loved it I was um part of a they were called army of sass in Vancouver um because I lived there no. for and yeah um we oh my god it was I did it for confidence because I was very like but I also have noticed like people like now people like I also do have this like sexual like sensual, sassy energy about me and when I dance in heels oh honey she's a different person
1: (laughs) I get it I totally understand
0: (laughs) I'm so glad because I was (laughs) like (laughs) because like obviously like you know in my day-to-day kind of life like I am I'm a quite like bubbly you know person and then when I'm like oh I dance in heels people are like oh and then they see me dance in heels and they're like oh (laughs) (laughs) what's your mama (laughs) he was like yes (laughs) yeah I love that Um, yeah so that was really and um I did that for two years in Vancouver and that was also a space of like all different body types on stage dancing in heels and it was all about confidence like doing a sassy walk across the stage being like yes
1: yes yes waking yes, yes. up space I love it
0: yes um and so that's why when I moved back to Sydney and I saw Big Thick Energy I was just and I like saw your work I was like oh I crave that because I didn't before I moved I didn't find that here and maybe I wasn't looking hard enough because <laughs> it's you know you got to sink it out
1: been there it, like yeah this diverse celebration of bodies hasn't always been in the forefront of social media or, or everything yes. else so it's been hard to look for it yeah so
0: maybe it was there but
1: the reality was it was fucking hard to find whereas now it's getting a little bit easier
0: yeah. it is which I love because and it's also that thing I, I don't know if it's like you're like like you've it's you've all like we've all been here like everyone all these artists like have been like hey and it's just interest like I love that it's coming to the forefront but then I I don't know if you get comments of like where have you been and it's like honey I've been here it. the whole time I've
1: been here the whole damn time but people are telling me I can't be here.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and then they're like and then all of a sudden they want you and you're like but where did you want me five years ago?
1: Yes. And this is actually something um, that I've spoken to a lot of other POC artists about is we are scared sometimes to present our culture to the stage. Yeah. I know know from like speaking from experience, like I would love to just go hard out with traditional Greek music or traditional Arabic Egyptian music and do, you know, folk Egyptian dancing or belly yeah. dancing. But the reality is for some, I was like, hold on, you've been telling me and my people to go back to where we come from for so fucking long. And now you are going to do this thing on stage and applaud? Yes. That seems kind of bizarre. And it seems a bit unsafe. And, and the reality is if I was to do that, I would yeah. need to do that with a community of people. I would need to do that with other POC people who are presenting their culture to the stage. Because it's really vulnerable. It so is. to go, oh, we don't want any of this, to now go, oh, show me, show me, show me. I feel like, you know, a little show pony. Yeah. It's, it's quite jarring. So it's just, I feel like it's going to take some time to, like, appreciate that and accept that. And then more people will present their truest selves to the rest mm-hmm. of the world. It's just going to take time because there's a little bit of trauma there. There's a bit of mistrust. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and like in terms of like belly dancing, I'm just used to seeing skinny white girls do belly dancing. You know, Yeah. It's just like oh, okay, now you want me to now you want me to do this? You you didn't want it before, but okay. So just, it just takes time for us to then just build trust and then really expose who we really are to everyone.
0: Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's and you're so right. I love it. There's so much trauma to it. So much. And it's, you know, almost like this, like, it's like, oh, it's just like flicking a switch. Okay, yeah, come on out. We want this now. We can hold space for that. And it's like, but can you? (laughs) Mm. Yeah, this, you know, the word diverse
1: has been thrown around everywhere, everywhere right now. But it's such a fucking ugly word because it's being used by, like, rich white folk who want to get, their little token on the bill or the you know, on their board or in their team to be like, mm. oh, yeah, we're diverse. But they don't actually accept their, their history or their racial trauma or their mm. true identity or their culture. And I find yeah, that's, we're trending, yeah? Oh, but, yeah. BIPOC, disabled, neurodivergent, queer, we're trending right now. Mm. And I think... The BLM hype is what triggered it. That yes. everyone had a real wake up call and go, oh shit, there's a there's a fucking problem. And we need to do something about it and things need yeah. to change. But it means that people are just going, oh yeah, I'm just, I've got a first nations person here. I've got a disabled person here yeah. and I've got whatever else here. That's good enough. But it's like, no, it's not. You need yeah. to connect to the communities and it actually takes a lot more um, work. Yeah, Um, but it's about people like us, I guess. Yes, we educate, but it's fucking exhausting. And yes, we can give resources, but again, that's still exhausting. But it's about like finding our people and reconnecting with our people to have support to then like rise up and raise our voices. So it's just a lot of hard work right now. But I reckon in like ten years' time, there's going to be a really big change
0: and difference yeah, and a safer place for all of us yeah I agree I 100% agree and I I mean it's just uh it's just so interesting because I think like I it's obviously great that these spaces are opening up and like as people who like you know I identify um as like a POC and then I'm also neurodiverse and i like I'm also LGBTQ so it's like you know I was like woo got them all which is like beautiful but also like I've struggled for so long because I didn't feel like I had a place and then now like applications which are great are like we're looking for you but then it's hard not to be like but am I a token like am I actually being accepted for like my talent and my art or is it like oh yeah you've got like three let's like that yeah whereas like you're saying it needs to be like and just like yeah it needs to that needs to change for sure Um, yeah
1: it's going to take time time. and like like you said you know they're putting on the forms are you this are you that you know do you identify as xyz then my question is going back to them is why are you asking and why are you making these differences is it because it's a trend then it's tokenistic or is it you've had this realization that you know you haven't created an inclusive space and it's about time and you've decided to educate yourself and, and make a better environment and be a better human, blah, 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 So yes. uh, it's, it's understanding where they're coming from and going, you know, what is their purpose or why, why are they doing this? Yeah. Um, which then helps make the decision of going for us knowing whether or not we're entering a safe space.
0: Yes, which is so important. So important. Yeah. So important to have a safe space.
1: um
0: (laughs) oh yes (laughs) it's essential I would say (laughs) um which I love that like I mean I guess you know always talking back to like big thick energy it felt like such a safe space and I love again that you're doing that
1: yeah yes I love that it was it was really beautiful and like so many people came out with such gorgeous stories like really intimate and vulnerable um stories that they were sharing to each other or to myself like yeah it was really moving even backstage with the performers like when we're getting ready and we're all just jing each other up and some people were getting teary and emotional and we're just like the energy was amazing Yay. it was so overwhelming that I was buzzing for so long yeah um, and that's why I was just like I definitely have to do it again because that was a really beautiful space and and I hope that that event. Um, you know, educated people to encourage yeah. them on, you know, connecting to community and showing them, you know, leading by example, like this is what inclusivity and accessibility means. Let's fucking get rid of tokenism and discrimination and have a party while doing it. Because the reality is, you know, see, lots of fucking party. We love a good dance. We love to boogie and get wild. Like, so it's just fun. I really, I really, really really
0: enjoyed it. I love it. I Um, just wanted to create role models for society. Fuck yes. Get your bits out, always. Get
1: your bits out, always. Yes, always.
0: Always. (laughs) Oh, I'm never going to stop saying it. Now You've ingrained it in me. I'll be walking around the house like, get my bits out.
1: Yes great
0: I love that I love I love um okay so what keeps you inspired in this industry
1: oh it's a mixture of things um I'm definitely self-motivated so I feel like I can just like push myself to just uh, do Oh, that's great um um I think past trauma and our past experiences growing up is what's is is an inspiration yeah because we're fighting so hard to be seen and to be heard um so we naturally put more energy in it um so there's a lot of passion there so i guess my you know my experiences growing up is definitely an inspiration um boredom right now is an inspiration like i've got nothing to fucking do so let's get creative let's keep going um, negativity from people that keeps me that inspires yeah. me because I like to prove people wrong but then also like love and energy from my friends inspire me
0: yeah so it
1: definitely comes from uh, a lot of different places
0: yes what are yeah. you doing right now in lockdown what's actually no I think I know what you were doing have you not you've been creating I follow you on Instagram uh... <laughs> let me tell you what you've been doing actually (laughs) um you've been creating some beautiful pieces of sewing how's that going good
1: oh my god it's been really fun so like i've been making costumes for myself and everyone's like we fucking want these so i just went nuts and and made all these things that people had ordered and I was like, once I finished, like, once I sell out of all the fabric, and that's it, I'm yeah. not doing more of this. And that was great, that happened within a week, and I was done. Yeah, I loved it. Um, but I've just today I finished another costume. Um, so you know, just sewing and doing self portraits, um, yes. just trying to keep creative, um, and stimulated otherwise I'll just sit down and watch TV. Girl, I don't know about you, but my vision's fucked right now. Oh because i am staring at the screen so much. And I was like, holy shit, I need to do something where well, I don't look at a screen. So sewing and, and doing photography definitely helps.
0: Oh, I feel I like am already pretty much like have the worst eyesight. So it just isn't helping. <laughs> So I just know after this lockdown, I'm going to go get my eyes tested. And they're like, ooh, girl. Mm. Yeah.
1: I had these glasses that I bought years ago that I never fucking wore. And then yesterday for the first time, I was like, is my screen blurry? Or what's going on? And I put the glasses on and I was like, holy fuck. Okay. I can see. It's this. <laughs> this obviously an issue. This I didn't realize how bad this was getting. Oh uh, my God. Fine, the glasses help, but I was just like, shit, how quickly... Yes. Our body changes, especially during lockdown when we are just like doing the same thing over
0: and over yeah. again. I like don't know if you can relate as well, but I also like have to force myself just to even go for a walk because I just will be like, I was like, I looked at my steps the other day and I was just at home and I was like, oh, 200 steps. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> That's me going to the kitchen and back like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's
1: nice outside. Luckily, this is true. So it's beautiful. I find that's a good encouragement to walk. Also, I have a dog, so oh. that need to walk every day. I need like, a dog. I feel, I feel guilty if I don't take him for a walk. So I was like, "Aye, right. that definitely keeps me up." Yeah. But what have you been doing? What have you been doing during lockdown?
0: Ah, oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> a lot of look at the beginning, it was a lot of sitting in existential dread and being like what is everything's cancelled in my life or postponed um holy shit what do I do um but I picked up embroidery I've been doing that oh wow I embroider boobs and bums (laughs) yes
1: oh do you have any that I can see or can you at least post a photo if you don't have anything
0: oh my gosh yes wait I think oh wait where's one hold on okay this is a little practice one there's a little practice one, but I did little oh yes. Oh, this is so beautiful. So I'm working on obviously making my boobs and bums very diverse. So but I needed a little practice. We love, love diverse it. boobs and bums. Um, but yeah, I took that up. Um
1: Yay! Yeah. <laughs> that's, fun. that's good.
0: Um, but also I'm doing I started taking my own self-portraits. And like little thirst traps myself because it's so fucking liberating. Can like, can you relate? Yes,
1: it is, Joel. Get your bits out and capture get your
0: bits out and capture. Yes, <laughs>
1: show them to the world.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For me, and then I will eventually share to the world. Um, because I did, I bought like LED lights, so I like. Oh. You, that. you I know. did. I came out. Thank yeah. you. <laughs>
1: oh, good job. Thank you.
0: Yeah. If you're looking, if you need LED lights, Kmart. LED lights. Yes.
1: Oh
0: my gosh. Okay. I'm gonna ask you, let's do some fun questions. Okay. Um woo, woo, woo. Okay, here we go. Describe yourself in three words.
1: Oh Kirby. <laughs> Loud. Juicy, juicy, can the same. Sheet?
0: I love the word juicy though, it's sexy. Juicy. Can I okay? Can I do can ju- juicy? Loud, okay. I love that. It was the words with hold on, do it again. Juicy. juicy, yeah, loud, sensitive. Sensitive. There we go. I love that. Sensitive. Um, okay, if a movie was made about your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Who would play me? Yeah. Oh, I can't play myself. Okay, you can, obviously, you can. But like, let's just say you weren't available because booked and blessed, and they're like, we need someone <laughs> to fill your role. Who would you choose? Lisa. Lisa. Oh, fuck yes. I think it'll be Lisa. Hell yeah! yeah. Oh, i fucking love her. She's great. Yeah. She's cool. She's she's a vibe. <laughs> yeah, she's a real badass. So she's a real role model. Like
1: you know, they're the kind of people. It's people like her that
0: we need
1: to see more of. Yes. Yeah.
0: But what genre would the movie be?
1: It'll be like a comedy.
0: Oh, love. Yeah. It might even be like a rom-com. Ooh. Ooh then who would play your other oh my god have I lost you again oh wait (laughs) here. do you still have me am I still there so you're still here you've uh, you've arrived I had a beautiful freeze on one of your faces and I was like I was like (laughs) for a second I was like wow she's really listening intently (laughs) to me right now and then I was like oh (laughs)
1: You okay. oh <laughs> I'm Crying. It's
0: just too <laughs> Crying from laughter. <laughs> Joy.
1: Happiness.
0: Oh, Happiness. <laughs> okay, let me compose myself. Um okay, what's a piece of advice you didn't take but you wish you did?
1: Oh, don't give a fuck what people say about you. It's something my mother used to always say to me. And I just never believed it. Yeah. And still now I struggle with it. But oh, that,
0: yeah. 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 That's a good that like gen. And I feel like so many people say that as well. And I also don't take it. It's
1: They're hard. Like, <laughs> it's hard to accept that piece of advice.
0: They're like, don't give a fuck. And I was like, then I will. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're like no fucks given.
0: You're like actually I fucking care a lot. I'll be like yeah. I don't care. I'm a post, but I want. But I do care actually. So validate me.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yes,
0: it's fucking hard, man. Just flip like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Um. What do you first notice about someone when you meet them? Usually they smile. Oh. Yeah. So cool.
1: no, like I. And, and just like energy in general like if people like are super open or if yeah. they're feeling like quite upbeat or happy like yeah, yeah and
0: to their energy and, and their smile is always a big thing oh that's so cute a lot of people do say energy and like vibes with that one which yeah. like I always feel like there's like different people when they answer it, they're either like yeah vibes and energy because I'm very like a vibed person I'm like yeah. yes um or they'll be like eyes <laughs> I just be like, yeah it's interesting yeah
1: I guess it depends where we're at too and how I'm feeling like I might be like oh yeah I want to look at I want to focus on someone's energy and smile but like if I'm just like yeah. in a filthy mood I'll just be like let me look at that ass like you know what I mean I guess it's, this is
0: always different <laughs> I'm in an ass mood today get your bits out,
1: <laughs> your bits out. <laughs> yeah
0: I love that. Okay, um, if you could trade lives with anyone for a day, who would it be and why? What? Yeah. Oh. Just one Does day. a famous person? Or
1: oh like, God, it... no. Anyone. Oh fuck! I don't know. Um. Okay, but if I'm this other person, do I get to like change them or something?
0: sure <laughs> yeah sure I mean
1: because you know, you I would then change it to like a fucking disgusting rich white man oh yes him yeah. a thing or two and
0: then come back that I uh, yeah yeah or yeah. I mean look if we're going to do that I would want to be what Jeff Bezos and just fucking use all his money <laughs> yes yes
1: Give that money back to all the fucking community.
0: Oh yeah, Give yeah. we're gonna be the space anyway.
1: Rich white men and spend yeah.
0: their money. Done. Oh, how beautiful would that be? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: well, other silly questions do
0: you have? <laughs> two more. Um, what makes you laugh no matter what? Um, a lot.
1: I laugh at everything. <laughs> I literally really laugh at everything. Um, everything! Everything! Yeah. <laughs> You're like, "God, that's my answer, move on. Laugh. My dog makes me laugh all the time. People like just being silly and making silly noises make me laugh all the time.
0: Like, it doesn't take me
1: much
0: to laugh. I'd be really bad at those challenges when they're like, try not to laugh. Like, it could, I can't. Have you okay? This is tangent, but there's those challenges are like you put water in your mouth and you're with someone and you have to make each other laugh. And then if you laugh, you'll spit. Have you done that's those?
1: That, I haven't done it, but I've seen it on um
0: while and out. Yeah, you know, like really- yeah. Oh. You just oh, I'd suck at it. Like whoever was playing with me dredged. <laughs> I think just the thought of it would naturally just
1: make me laugh. Like
0: no <laughs> one would have to say anything. Exactly. It could be dead silent and I would laugh. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then last question, what is something that you're proud of right now?
1: Well, right now, I'm really proud of being the kids. I'm, oh. I'm so proud. Yes. I'm so proud of the And I'm so, so proud of, like, community showing up. Yes. Definitely a Fuck really yeah. proud moment for all of us.
0: Yes. I'm so excited for Big Big Energy and to fucking see where it goes next year. Me too,
1: me too.
0: Bigger and all the bits out. <laughs> all the bits out. It's
1: going
0: to be so juicy and sweaty. Can't wait. Juicy, sexy. I love it. Yeah. Um, You made it. That's the end of the podcast. We did it.
1: Yay. Flash the toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: toilet chats always oh I took <laughs> I think that's a missed opportunity of my toilet chats I should do my goddamn podcast in the toilet fuck but I do
1: anytime someone interviews me I always just do it in my
0: toilet and then you're like are we done let me just."
1: <laughs> yeah
0: that's like a, I'm out <laughs> bye thank you so much for coming on though and chatting this is fucking me. beautiful
1: thanks for talking and thanks for giving me purpose for today you're welcome
0: And that's a wrap on another episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Coffee Chat Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoy recording these episodes. Make sure that you do subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And be sure to give me a follow on Instagram at coffeechat.podcast. I post a few behind the scenes, sneak peeks, and just updates on the podcast. So make sure you subscribe to that so that you can be the first to know. And I will see you